You're listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 23. Let's go. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so they can feel secure about their family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing. You should too. Hello, 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 everybody. My name is Scott Wellens. I am your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping real people, that's you, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I'm a certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor, and it is so good to be with you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode number 23, and the topic of the day is going to be seven of the most common retirement dreams. Some of these you will be familiar with, and some you probably have overlooked. You know, last week we talked about the top five signs where you may be ready to retire early. So this may be uh, for you if you're thinking about retiring early soon or if you are just getting ready to retire or if you are younger and still have years to go, it's time to start planning about your retirement dreams and you'll find out in a couple of minutes why it is so important. Before we get to the topic of the day though, I want to tell you there's reason to be happy if you live in Wisconsin and that's where I'm living right now, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, because it is still February and outside right now, the sun is shining and it's 55 degrees. I can't believe it. You want to know why? Because last Friday, I took my girl on a college visit and it was with the wind chill, negative zero. It was so cold. So if you live in a warm climate, you might not know what I'm talking about, but when it's negative, a whole bunch outside, and now one week later, it's 55 degrees, there's reason to just have your spirits lifted up uh, for at least a day because think about it, that's over a hundred degree spread from where it was last week. But here's the hardest part for me. I'm happy because it's Friday and I'm happy because it's warm and I'm happy because it's my daughter's birthday. But can we take just a moment of silence? My daughter just turned 18 years old. Now, if you have children that are in their 20s or uh, adults now, you probably know what I'm talking about, where you never, ever, ever think they're going to get this old and you turn around and they're adults. I mean, I am so incredibly proud at what my daughter Chloe has accomplished through her first 18 years and I cannot wait to see what this world has to offer and where this world takes her. But it's still incredibly hard to think that it seems like just yesterday I was holding her in my arms, feeding her a bottle or whatever, and now she's an adult. So for all of you with little kids, enjoy every single minute you have with them because before you know it, they will be off 
on their own. And it is great to see, but it's a struggle at the same time. So thanks for listening to that. And just to give you a couple of uh, reminders is if you want to go to the show notes to this show of uh, the seven most common retirement dreams, all you have to do is go to bestinwealth.com. And you'll find the most recent episode of Best in Wealth. And right below that, you'll find all of the show notes. So don't think that if you're driving in your car or taking a walk or whatever, that you have to pause and take notes or anything like that. All of these show notes are found at Best in wealth.com. And if you ever have questions for me, please email me, scott at bestinwealth.com. I'd be happy to engage in conversation with you. So before I go any further, let's get to the topic of the day. All right, the topic of the day are the seven most common retirement dreams. And you know, I was thinking I could have put goals instead of dreams, but dreams just sound so much cooler than goals. But really, all a dream is, is a goal with a date. Because when you throw a date on top of a goal, now there is an actual chance that you can achieve this goal or this dream. You know, a lot of people, they, you know, they want to retire because they're sick of their job. They don't wish to go to the office or their cubicle or an assembly line or whatever their job is. Maybe I'm talking to you right now. Maybe you're sick of your job and they just can't stand one more day to do this job that they hate. So all retirement is to them is to not have to go to this horrible job because anything besides going to this job sounds better to them. And because of this phenomenon, proper planning just doesn't take place. And ultimately, these people are sitting around and watching too much television and still not happy. In fact, they're probably dying a whole lot quicker than somebody who has a plan because they're not using their mind, they're not using their resources, they're not exercising, they're not doing whatever. They're just away from that job they hated, watching too much TV. And with Netflix and all that other business that's out there, it's so easy to binge watch. So let's create a plan right now to know what you're gonna do in retirement. I know that so many people do not do a lot of planning because when I meet with clients for the first time, I always start with a broad discovery of everything that's important to them. I ask questions in a bunch of different areas like goals, dreams, relationships, their assets, the other advisors that they are working with, the process of financial planning and communication that they want, and also their interests. And all of these are really easy for them to talk about. It's real easy to talk about your assets. You know, that's just a numbers thing. It's easy to talk about your relationships because, well, we know who our our closest relationships are. It's easy to talk about what you like to do, what your interests are. I love the Green Bay Packers. I love talking about the Packers. I love to spend time with my family and, and play games with my family and go on bike rides and things like that. People know what their interests are. But when it comes to the topic of goals... A lot of times, people have not thought through how they want to live out 
their retirement years. The lack of them even thinking about it or even maybe they've thought about how they wanted to live out their retirement years and they have some goals and they have some dreams, but they haven't talked to their significant other about it. So when I bring up the topic of goals in the meeting, sometimes I see this, you know, husband and wife or whatever, look at each other semi-awkwardly because they've never had the discussion. They just stare at each other, maybe because they don't know what to say or maybe because they're scared because they've never brought up their goals and dreams before and now they're talking to a semi-stranger about it. So then I start playing the role of a psychologist and I have to ask more questions to try and help the situation along, to try and dig a little deeper what is behind the surface. And too often I talk to people who are already retired and they wish the topic of dreams and goals would have been figured out long before they retired because now they're on different pages. And just like anything else in relationships, there must be compromises made to achieve everything you want out of life. Because let's face it, some of these goals and dreams that you have are going to be different than your significant other. And some of them you may both have together, but you don't have the money or the resources to actually achieve that particular goal. So we want to prioritize and order them and arrange what is most important to you and what you can actually achieve and what you might be able to achieve. Because if you're 15 years from retirement, you may have a list of 10 goals and dreams and you know you're going to be able to accomplish the first five, but the other five are going to be dependent on how much you save and how wisely you invest your money. For anyone who has trouble setting goals, I do suggest that you go back to episode number 17 of Best in Wealth and listen to that because it's there where I talk about setting smart goals because it's one thing to have a goal and there's another thing to set it so that you can attack it and achieve it. And if you start thinking about these things right now, there's a much higher likelihood that you might achieve everything you want out of life. So my hope is that you will start setting your retirement dreams now. And I'm going to give you a list of seven of the most common retirement goals that people have so that you can write these down or, or look at these on the show notes and then maybe come up with a bunch more that I'm not even discussing today that you want on your list to start the process now. Now, the first goal, this might not be that glamorous, but it is nonetheless a very important goal that everybody needs to have, and that's living expenses. When I help people set goals for retirement, this needs to be at the top of the list. Many people come into my office with a world of stress upon them because they're afraid that they will outlive their money. When you're younger, it's not something you really think about. But when people start hitting their mid-40s, reality starts setting in. And the reality is this, that your working capital, the money you make with your hands going to work every day, will end someday. And it'll end maybe at a time when you least expect it. Your working capital will end. And all you will have left to live on is the amount that you saved along with Social Security. So start planning now to avoid the stress later. I cannot tell you how many couples come into my office just with a huge burden 
on their shoulders because now they're just years or a year or whatever from retirement and they just don't think they'll ever even be able to come up with the living expenses that they need from month to month. Don't let that be you. The second goal or the second most common retirement goal that people have is health care. This is another one that isn't very glamorous. I get it, but it's a necessity. It comes right after living expenses or kind of almost a part of living expenses. But I break it out because so many people overlook this expenses. We don't realize how much health care costs even when we are on Medicare. I mean, right now, if you're not in retirement right now, you have health insurance, you get that it's expensive. And if you have little kids, that adds up. But as we age, our health care needs go up exponentially. And we need to be prepared for this because paying for things like Medicare Part B and C and D, along with out-of-pocket expenses, they add up so much the older you get. The other really important thing to think about when it comes to health care is the inflation rate. This is playing a greater role in the need to plan properly for health care in retirement. I'm not exactly sure what the inflation rate on health care is. I run a, a program called Money Guide Pro with my clients when I build comprehensive financial plans. And within this program right now, health care is, uh, I think we're using an inflation rate of over 6% right now. That means health care is inflating at a percentage much higher than overall inflation, which if you go back in time is 3% and more recently has been a whole lot less than that, but not healthcare. All right, can we get to something a little more exciting and fun than living expenses and healthcare? If that's what you're saying right now, I agree with you, but we needed to go over these two because we cannot at all overlook the number one and number two living expenses and healthcare. But number three that I have on my list of the most common retirement dreams is travel. Now we're getting fun. I love to travel and a lot of people do. And when you enter retirement, now you have so much more time to travel because, well, A, you're not working that job you don't want to go to anymore. And B, you got the kids out of the house. I mean, you're empty nesters now. You have your whole rest of your life in front of you and so much time to plan the things that you want to do. But travel is a big one. Travel is what so many people want to do. And it can come in the form of a week's vacation or traveling for a few weeks or months all the way up to buying a vacation home. The big thing is, though, you need to have a discussion with your significant other to determine how long and where you want to travel. I have folks come to my office. They both say, yeah, we want to travel. For example, the husband starts talking and says, yeah, we're going to get an RV and we're going to travel the United States. And the wife looks at him and said, you crazy, man. I'm not, you're not going to get me into an RV. We're going to get on a plane and we're going to go to Europe. We're going to spend a month in Europe. We're going to you know, have a vacation home in Arizona or whatever. They're on completely different pages. Do not assume that because you both know you want to travel, 
that you know where your significant other wants to travel to. Work now to compromise on what you want to do and where you want to go and set a plan to get there. Because the other thing is, if you're going to plan a month-long trip to Florida and it may cost you I'm just guessing, but two to $4,000 or something to get a condo. Well, that's a whole lot different than wanting to travel around the world every year and you need to come up with 20000 So when I work with couples, we work to really drill down on where they want to go and how much it's going to cost so we can start planning for that right now. And I've talked about anticipation in older podcasts and anticipation sometimes is greater you have a greater joy anticipating something than what that something actually is so when you can start anticipating really nice vacations during retirement that you have a goal and dream to do and you're planning for it right now well it just starts feeling good right now all right let's get to the next one the number four most common retirement goal or dream is home improvement once we're in retirement you know we have so much more time on our hands and people have this big to-do list on projects they want to do to to their house and improvements they want to make well if you own a house right now you know how incredibly expensive it is to do any home improvements. I can't walk into Home Depot and not spend a whole bunch of money if we're doing a project. We all know that home improvement projects can be extremely costly. So plan with your significant other what improvements you want done with your house or you need to have this discussion on whether or not you want to stay in that house when you retire. Maybe your spouse has an idea that he or she wants to live in something smaller or a condo with less upkeep. But the other one is thinking, no, this is the house we lived in for years. This is where we have our Christmas parties. This is where my kids, my adult children and their kids are going to come and spend Christmas every year. Figuring out where your home will be in retirement or what your home will be is a huge decision that needs to be talked about and planned for starting right now. Make sure you and your significant other are on the same page when it comes to home improvements or where you want to live in the first place. That can take a significant amount of stress off of you when you both are on the same page. All right, the next most common retirement goal or dream is vehicles. What? Vehicles? What are you talking about, Scott? I'm saying that vehicles can be a significant expense. Do you know and do you know what your spouse or significant other how they want to get around in retirement. Do you want to drive the same car until the wheels fall off? Or do you want a new car every couple of years? Almost any significant expense can also belong in this category. But let's just talk about vehicles for a second. If you're one that wants to trade in your car every three years for a new Lexus, Well, you need to start planning for that because that's a significant expense. It's a lot different than driving one vehicle until the wheels fall off. I make sure I know with my clients how in the heck they want to get around in retirement and start 
planning for it. It's simple because these are bulk purchases. So through the comprehensive financial plan, every three years, we may have a a $20,000 in today's dollars deduction from their overall cash flow because they want a new vehicle. We plan for that right now. Have an agreement with your significant other because you don't want to go into retirement and then wake up one day and say, honey, it's time to go buy a new Lexus. And they look at you cross-eyed saying, what the crap are you talking about? We're not going to spend that kind of money on a vehicle. We're in retirement right now. We can't afford that. Well, you can afford it if you know about it now and plan for it now. It's time to start planning now for that brand new Lexus every couple of years. And just as a note, I don't own a Lexus. I don't get paid by Lexus. I'm just using that as an example. Let's go on to the next most common retirement dream. That is gifts and donations. Gifts and donations might just give you the greatest joy out of life. There is absolutely, bar none, no better feeling than giving money away. Let's face it, there's three things we can do with money when we have it. We can spend it, we can save it, or we can give it away. And I love a brand new TV, I love a new car, I love nice things, and they make me feel good for a short time. But giving money away and donating money, the times that I've done it, that just makes me light right up and that gives me the greatest joy and the older we get the more we want to create some significance around our life so the more important and the greater joy that there will be so if this is your goal start making a list with your spouse now on who you want to give money to in retirement i mean what do you want to do with that money do you wish to pay for your grandchildren's college Do you want to pay for your adult children's weddings? Do you want to take the entire family off on a vacation to Mexico or wherever on some nice sunny beach? It's important for you to be on the same page with your spouse because what if your spouse is thinking, are you nuts? We can't take the whole family on vacation. There's, you know, 25 of us between grandchildren and kids, etc., Plus, I don't even like your side of the family. You know, all those things play a role. Let's get on the same page right now. And I don't care if you're 60 right now or 50 or 40. Let's get on the same page right now. Donations to charities and churches, they fall under this same category. So if you have a special place in your heart for this certain charity or church where you want some of your money to go, let's make sure your spouse is on the same page and let the compromises start setting in now and not later when it turns into a big fight. Oh, and by the way, you never plan for it, so you don't have the money to do it anyway. How uncool would that be? All right, let's go on to the last and the seventh most common retirement goal. And that's very close to number six of gifts and donations. But number seven is leaving a bequest. What's the difference? Well, now you're dead and 
it's different than a gift or a donation because now it's money you're leaving behind after you pass away. How do you want to be remembered when you die? I mean, your legacy encompasses everything you do or say while you're on this earth and everything you leave behind afterwards. So that means that everything that I say to my kids, every post that I make on Facebook, every gesture that I make at the grocery store, that all encompasses my legacy. On top of that, it's everything that I leave behind in my estate after I pass away. So do you want a trust that keeps giving on for hundreds of years after you pass away? Because that's possible to do in some states anyway, that allows trust to keep going on forever and ever. Let's say you have a million dollars and you want that trust to a donation. You want 3% of that trust donated to your church every year. Even taking a 3% of the balance, that balance most likely will keep building and building and building. And you will go on and give money until the cows come home. But maybe that's not what your significant other is thinking. Maybe they're thinking, I want to leave a nice, huge lump sum to my church. I want to give the full million dollars to my church on day one when I die. Get on the same page when it comes to who you're leaving a bequest to and how much it is and how it is structured. That's it, you guys. The seven most common retirement dreams. These are all significant decisions. And my suggestion for you, my action plan for you is to plan a time and start talking about these decisions now. You don't need to make all these decisions in one sitting. And certainly, these decisions are gonna change over time. But developing a framework now gives you the best chance to succeed in achieving all of your goals. More importantly, it puts you and your significant other on the same page and working together to achieve your goals and your dreams. So sit across from your spouse, grab hands, lock knees, and start talking today. Begin the conversation now. And I'm telling you, it will be the best decision you ever made. So once again, everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Best in Wealth podcast. Please do me a favor, subscribe on iTunes. I would greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to this podcast and even more so, go on iTunes and write a review about this podcast. Tell everybody how much it has helped you. And until next time, you guys keep on keeping on and I will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye.
The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.